This special edition of Two Girls from L.A. was recorded hours before the news came in that President Biden won with the most votes ever recorded in history. Congratulations, President Biden. You have just made history, and we support you, and I'm sure you will make us proud. Congratulations again. Chicago to LA. Hey, we don't play. We just two girls from LA. Hey, we just two girls from LA. Hey, we just two girls from LA. I'm Ingrid. And I'm Shalane. And we're here to say we just two girls from LA. Hey, we just two girls from LA. Hey, we just two girls from LA. Hey, hey, hey. Shout out to our boy Spider for that dope ass track and for Jen Hill for writing those rhymes. Hey, now let's start the podcast. We are here today with a special episode and we have special guests. Yes, yes, we are having our special 2020 election episode. I am repping Kamala today by wearing my Howard University, you know? And what are you wearing today, Doobie? I'm wearing uh, the black woman. Okay. Diana Ross. (laughs) Uh, We had bling and it's Diana, so you can't go wrong with that. Okay. Never, 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 never. But we want to um, say we have a special guest today. Yes, we do. We're welcoming. We're welcoming Spears and Steinberg, but Steinberg's a little late. (laughs) That's life. We want to welcome Aries Spears. How are you, Aries? I'm excellent. Uh, so just so for the record, so y'all know Steinberg, obviously by Berg is a Jew. And yes, he's late. So for the record, <laughs> the nigga's on time. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Yay, yay, yay. And we want to congratulate you guys. Yes. Uh, you guys are hitting a milestone. You guys hit your 200th episode this week. Yeah, yeah. You uh, <laughs> look surprised. We, we, you know, we, 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 still, we still babies in the game, considering there's a million podcasts out there. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, but nonetheless, it's a milestone. But again, we still young. No, if well, you're young, any- we're in the, we're in the wound. So. Yeah, you're, so you're for- in the embryo stage. Yes, we're yes. in the right So, so yeah. is there any advice you would give us in the embryos to be out in the world, to make it to 200 episodes? That's awesome. Uh, I would just say, um, stick with it. Cause, cause at some point you hit a wall where you go, what are we gonna talk about that we haven't already discussed and you don't wanna repeat yourself. Um, and when, you know, when Andy and I first started out, um, we were doing one episode a week for one hour, which was scary to me. Cause again, there are times where you look at your watch and you go, dude, we've been talking for 10 minutes. We got 50 <laughs> minutes left. And if yeah. you don't feel like you have the, 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 the artillery to maintain the time, you start to panic. But what happens is, like anything else, the longer you do it, the more repetitive you are, you start to find your legs. So once upon a time ago, one episode a week, filling up an hour was scary, cut to, now we're doing three episodes a week. Wow. And at times we go either from an hour to two hours. So oh, once wow. you find your rhythm, uh, it's a beautiful thing, but you're gonna hit a wall at some point. Very wow. That is now, how often before the podcast started, did you guys talk? Like me and Shalane could talk every day for hours or not talk for a month or two. So right. it's been easy for us. How about you guys? Um, 
Well, you know, Andy's been my feature comedian for like three years now. So and we did we, you know, for the first year he had mentioned me doing a podcast, but I was always leery of it. Mm-hmm. But then finally I went, you know, we spent so much time together on the road. We know each other. We've become friends. And you know, comics life, we don't do nothing during the day mm-hmm. except till it's time to go to work. So we hibernate for hours and hours and hours. So we were like, fuck it, man, we might as well talk about it. And and we just started going into it. Well, why were you so leery? I just, you know, what were your, uh, why were you so I, I apprehensive? Just, you know, I've had people tell me in the past, cause you know, as a comedian, you gotta do radio to promote your show. And I've had people tell me at the station, yo, you should do radio. Yo, you'd be good at radio. And I always felt like if I couldn't do it justice, I don't wanna fuck with it. And it's like between y'all having to get up at four in the morning to do a show that goes from seven to 10, filling all that time. I just had too much respect for the craft and I just didn't think that I would do it justice. But uh, when you talent, talented, you find a way. No. Talent helps you find a way. Well, there you go. Okay. So honestly, I think the new podcast, I think when you said a lot of, po- there's so many podcasts, but it seems when I start researching, as many as there are, there's are so many more it can be because it depends on who person's talking. It reminds me of a radio station. Just like they had radio. We were good. Then we got serious. Then we got like, we got all these other platforms you can do it in your car. I listen to them while I'm working all the time. So there's, there's more ways to listen to it. So it's easier to have more places to listen to it and more places, not places, but more things to listen to like music. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll right. put it to you. I'll put it to you. And this to me, to me is the more fitting analogy. Look at it like Studio 54. Everybody wants to get into Studio 54. If you do the podcast game right, you know, Joe Rogan is the Maybach of podcasts, $100 million. Now everybody ain't gonna make $100 million, but if you do it right and you're within the top 20, you can make $30,000, $40,000 a month. That being said, everybody's trying to get into Studio 54. That don't mean everybody can get into Studio 54. So even though there's a million podcasts out there, the question is, how do you stand out? Otherwise, you're just yeah. another fish in a big sea of fish. How do you stand out and, 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 and matter? So yeah. that's the challenge. Well, the Makes thing is, though, also is, you know, when we were kids, I don't know if, you know, your mom, but my mom always listened to talk radio. And that's what podcasts are now considered talk radio and talk Mm -hmm. radio was boring. So a lot of people have to figure out their niche and what makes them stand out in that niche, because there's a lot of two girls doing podcasts, a lot of two guys doing podcasts, you know, but what makes you stand out in that niche is what makes the Joe Rogans and the ones that are in the top 20, you know? Right. And, right. and, you know, personality is a big, big part of it. Big, yeah. big part of it. Well, I and think personality is part of it, but I also think it's content. Cause at the end of the day, I don't care how much you dress up your plate as a chef. If the, if the food is shit, yeah. people yeah. aren't coming back. Yeah. So you can yeah. garnish your plate with all the pretty trimmings and make it look beautiful and presentation is part of it, i.e. personality. But at right. the end of the day, your substance is your content. How is the food? Right. Yeah. Agreed. No, right. agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I won't go back and eat there. The food is shit. Exactly. Or there's a, hair, the there's a hair in my plate. Or, or the, the service. service. Or, the, or service. the service. The food the can service. be good, right. but the service is bad. It's going to get takeout. I'm not going to sit in there. I'm just going to get it to go home. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, no. So we are going to move forward since Andy's not here yet. But the reason we wanted you guys to come on is one, because obviously, even though you a baby to us, you're the giant because you have 200 episodes and we're at single digits. This is a special episode with you in it. It really is our special episode because we've really been talking a lot about there's obviously the politics in America right now. And I work with people internationally. So I'm, I've been on the phone with, with Canada, France, and Tunisia all day today. So I'm talking about people and they're like, what the hell's going on your country? We hear it all day long, especially right now. So different perspectives and the way we're handling everything going on. It's just me and Shalane's point of view, which is, you know, two girls with similar point of views. So we wanted to get a male's perspective and then not just you, but then your partner in crime on the podcast. I mean, you guys have to me, listen to your podcast, two different perspectives in a lot of ways, just the way you guys look at it. So I just wanted to get your feedback and some of the things we're thinking and kind of see um, where we align and where we don't align. Well, I mean, you know, um, regardless as to what your political affiliation is, I think everybody knows, you know, uh, we got to get Trump out of there. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I go and I argue with a lot of black people on Instagram because, you know, a lot of black people are saying, well, look, Joe Biden is no different. You know, we replacing one piece of shit with another. You know, he called black people super predators. You know, he's he's said racial fucked up things about black people in the past. And I say this, first of all, let's be honest. Historically, I and I have a saying in one of my jokes where I go, one thing black people know about white people is not all white people are racist, but as a race, you guys are known for racism. That being said, you could be a white person with the most noble intentions. And, and I'm not saying you're a racist, but I don't, it's not a news flash when black people discover, oh, somebody white said something crazy. Mm-hmm. I almost dare any white person to go through their whole life and never having fucked up. That mm-hmm. being said, I say this, people change, uh, people make mistakes. And if indeed, yes, at some point, Joe Biden said some things that were derogatory or inflammatory towards us, that's fucked up. But if he sincerely acknowledged those wrongs and he's trying to be better and he's a changed person, him giving us the opportunity to have the first female black president, that's a hell of an apology. Yeah, I so agree. How long, how long do we hold his feet to the fire for something that may have been a mistake that he made that he since uh, made amends for versus Trump, who won't even make amends for the Central Park Five? No, we were making amends for shit yesterday. Exactly, okay. but, but how many decades ago was the Central Park Five? And to this day, even through exoneration, he refuses to apologize when he campaigned for those boys' murder, mm-hmm. execution. So there's a big difference between Biden and, 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 and Trump. Yeah. Politically, I've always said, Democrats, Republicans, yeah. neither one of them have been for black people. Yeah. So, you know, win, lose, win, big, win, win, big, win, small, pick your poison. But, uh, I think you'd have to be stupid or don't have common sense to see that Trump's got to go. Agreed. I, I said, um, I think I posted on Twitter. I'm very, on Twitter, I'm, 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 I'm the opposite of a racist, but <laughs> with Trump, I don't, I'm surprised the Secret Service hasn't come to my house because I say some wild shit. I just said some shit yesterday to Trump directly. I'm like, I just can't stand that man. I think he is our modern day Hitler. But anyway, but the thing is, I said, 
somebody said, and I just tweeted, that if you are voting for Trump right now, knowing all the shit he's done, I'm never going to look at you the same way again. Like, you're no longer that person in my mind forever because I don't see how you morally could think the things he does is okay. And anything that he has done justifies you wanting more of that for you as a person, as a race. I just, I just don't understand it. I just can't well, figure it out. Well, you know what? The thing that was surprising going into the election was where they, they felt supposedly that the Democrats felt like this was going to be a landslide. And for so many people, for this to be so close within the thousands, I cannot believe that people still want him. And my thing is, is it they're just being, are they being just loyal to their party or do they really want to be suffering again the next four years? I don't understand where people's minds are. Well, well, first of all, well, first of all, his base doesn't believe the suffering from what I, from some of what I've seen. Some of them think he's, you know, been given to us from by by God, but they hold him up to a, a, a holy uh, situation. I think the scariest thing for me is the fact that this is so close. What it says to me is that this country, from a percentage wise, maybe a little less than half, but not by much, is racist. Mm-hmm. Half of this country is racist. Yeah. So that's scary. That's the scary part to me. Well, the same thing of coronavirus, how it's not real, science is not real. I'm still going, oh my God, I know we have a lot of rural little places in the States, but how do you not, like people we know are dying sick in the hospital, but you're thinking it's not real. I'm not, I'm like, you're not wearing a mask. And I just, I, I, I'm, I guess I should be surprised at myself not being surprised at how racist it is. I want to I, read this this quote that we actually posted and it was like whatever it was by Michael J Stern a journalist and he said whatever happens I will never get over the fact that half the country has spent four years watching Trump's corruption bigotry and lies and still vote for him we are a country populated by a lot of people who hate and want the ability to express their hate without limitations I know personally as a black woman, I have experienced racism like I never have in my life, never have in my life. I have never sat in a hospital and had someone tell an Indian person, go back to your country. And she was like, I was born here. And he was like, you're just mad because you know this, that, and the other, you need to go back to your country. And all I could do was just tell myself to shut up. Just, Ooh, just don't see, say sorry, it. Just don't get in it. Just don't get in it. Don't get in it. Because I felt like it would have just got bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, I've had a white lady just burrow her basket just past me. No excuse me. No nothing. Just I could do it because Trump's my president. The privilege is out of like, well, it, well, it's all, well, it's always funny to me that whenever you see those videos on Instagram mm-hmm. of, of, of white people, white people, and they always do wait, it. Wait, wait, what? White people, what? White people in. White people in. Okay, white. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they never seem to do it where real niggas is present. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we, we all know they do it in front of either no black people or black people that's deemed weak. They don't do it to some of them. That, like Chris Rock said, I love black people. I hate niggas. Yeah. They don't do it to niggas. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about flip flops. 
curly curls in the hair. Scar, do rags, do rags. Lucretia. <laughs> yeah, do that in front of Lucretia. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't remember the one girl. Uh, she was real physically aggressive. Uh, her physical makeup was like she played football, but she was on one of those basketball oh, the, the, shows. The basketball wives. Oh, what was yeah, her name? Yeah, you know what I'm talking fight about. with Evelyn. The one that body slammed Evelyn. Oh, right. They don't, they, don't, <laughs> they don't white people in front of black women like that. No, they won't. <laughs> they do it from the proper. The girl right. who's going to call the police or who's never right. going to be protecting right. when she calls the police. Right. Right. Well, no. Um, wow. the, well, and so one thing that um, one thing that I was talking about that kind of bothered me. And I, I've heard a little bit about it around, is that what you're seeing is all the places that are helping Biden win that we're trying to give him to win the Georgias, the Philadelphias, all those places, the the people that are bringing this out and helping them win, who always help everyone win because that's when you need us is the, the urban places, the places where the black folks are, because that's where the votes are, which is why Trump's trying to stop that. But I'm at, at some point, I'm sick of being a saver, the save, the save a nigga. I'm sick of saving people as a culture of black people because they only call us when they want us to get that last vote in because they know there's a lot of us in, in Philadelphia. There's a lot of us in Atlanta and they weren't in Atlanta, in, Philadelphia. In, a lot of us in Vegas. <laughs> a lot of Vegas. That's just for a day, girl. But no, but it's the thing, they always array like, oh, we're gonna win because we know they're gonna be there voting for us. And we are because the, the, the other choice is just really not gonna work for anybody because of you know everything. But I'm like, at some point, I understand the cubes, which I love Mr. Cube, but I have a problem with all the things he was saying and what he was doing recently with the whole Trump thing. I'm not like the whole when Steve Harvey was going to kiss the ring and talk to the man. And I, I'm like, I just couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't understand it. I, I know what they're trying to do and what they're trying to say, but I just couldn't understand and get with it. I know there's two choices. There's Trump and there's Biden, that's it. Either you're gonna go with him or you go with him. I might not agree with everything Biden does, but I sure as hell like him as a person and think he's a good person morally compared to what we have an option with. I want us to have a better option than this and this. Because if we can channel all the saving, the saving the country by helping whoever wins, we should be able to also get our own person with our own agendas in. That's just for us. Well, we, we well, well, I, I think we had that, and and well, his yeah, name well, was Bar it, his name was Barack my Obama. Person ever. But 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 even still, I, I've I've gone to war with my own people because the argument has always been Obama didn't do shit for us. And, and, and I'm and I'm very passionate. Barack Obama to me is like my child. How dare you? And when I get into arguments with black people about that, it's like, look, the problem with some of our people is that we possess the inability to see past what should be obvious. And it's like if it's if the nigga didn't personally knock on your door, uh, I'm Barack Obama. Here's your Popeye's chicken yeah. sandwich coupons, and he didn't pay your rent. Uh, black people don't think he did anything when clearly. He did so much. And considering what he was up against, mm -hmm. he did what he could. Exactly. And I actually, I actually posted two Instagram posts where I literally named facts. I went through a list of things that he did. And again, if I'm being honest, the ignorant niggas, that's not enough. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And, and, and if for nothing else, just from a pure historical standpoint, if he didn't do anything else, the fact that we are forever etched in history, 
That is a legacy that cannot be taken away from us. And I can't wait until these results come in and Biden is president. Because one of the first things I'm going to post is the black guy did two terms. Yeah. Isn't it ironic how the man who wanted to tear down and destroy the legacy of the one and only black president this country has ever seen is ending his legacy in failure? Karma's a motherfucker. Well, yeah, because he goes into that list of those that have been up for impeachment, you know, and some of the things that he has done. I'm talking about the, the legacy of Trump. But you know what they did say on CNN? If he doesn't win, it gives him to come back in 2024. Oh, I heard he's already started working on that. And this, mind the, that. The, I, I don't it, mind that. The only problem I have, it's, it's not even just Trump, because people only do what you allow them to do. So people won't even be their savior because they were hiding the shadows, talking amongst themselves, doing the shit they do, but now they can be out in the open. So it's more than just Trump that's the problem. It's the people that's in our country that's the problem. These privileged MFs who get whatever they want, they, they can do whatever they want. The cops, the way they've been treating people and all the videos you see, you get so upset. And it's like, yeah, everyone's not like that. Like everyone, white is not racist, like you said, but there's just so goddamn many of them that are it just makes it bad for everybody else. But then well, you know, it was it was almost like uh, the races have always been there, but prior to Trump, they've been dormant. Trump was the guy that woke them up, that gave them the boldness to go, we can say niggas in public in front of niggas. Yeah. Until again, you come up with the wrong niggas and exactly. you get checked. And they don't yeah, go around so. the wrong niggas. No, they don't. Well, I, I, can't, I can't, I listen. If, if Biden is in fact the president, uh, while I certainly don't wish to see violence, mm, um, and I don't want to, I don't, don't want to make light of violence because in violence people get hurt, yeah. killed. So right. I don't want to see right. it. But if everything they say potentially is going to happen happens, meaning these white folks that are armed to the teeth are ready to start a war yeah. if this man is not serving a second term. Oh boy, get your popcorn. I heard, yeah, I did hear they were going to hang people this week. Like they were going to come out and they were going to do violence and look for black men to do whatever they've been doing. I read that so many places today. People but say, I, be I careful also, this week. I know, I, I know. I, I heard, I heard, yeah. If he doesn't win, there's going to be a problem. If he does win, there's going to be a problem. They're looking for so problems like, no matter what. You know, either way, I saw, I literally saw all weekend these. Caucasian people in these high trucks rolling around with their Trump flags all weekend. And my daughter and I had a conversation and she said, seeing that flag is the new seeing a Confederate flag. Oh, it yeah, just yeah. makes you go, ugh, you know, right. really and truly right. because it makes you judge that person. It makes you right. think what the hell is wrong with you? And then it's like, what the hell? I mean, you that's know, you know I, that's I, why I you see those signs on the grass. Do they have them there? Because here, honestly, around me, I live in an area where like behind me is the Lieutenant Governor, the old Mayor Rahm Emanuel. He lives like in a, he lives in our area, in our community. And it's pretty democratic. It's a lot of millennials because I'm one of the only, we only black people in the dang block, but they still treat us and love us all the same. The fact that he's got that hat on, I'm like, you racist motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you know what? So we get the elephant out the room. Did everybody vote? Did everybody vote? Did you vote? I was talking about vote, vote twice. 
Yeah. I got to vote twice. <laughs> okay, so there's this one guy that has a, a mega hat. My coworker, big, tall, used to be a Republican white guy. He, oh my God, he hates Trump just as much as everyone else. And he has a hat. You can't see it, but it's it's blue, but it says M-A-G-A, make the asshole go away. So he was like, <laughs> okay. can you make me this hat? Like he was like, I had people ready to buy. And I was like, mm. ooh, I kind of mm. like that again. It's a different turn, but it, yeah. But the problem I also had too with the whole thing was the Hispanic votes. I, I, I was kind of shocked considering that he called them out that there was a lot of Hispanic votes and it was a big percentage of people that were Latino that voted. Like Latino, let, Latinos for Trump, blacks for Trump, yeah. gays for Trump. Yeah, coons coming all flavors. Yeah. And There's all a few black ones too, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you know, we we not the only coons out there. No. There's coons and women women for Trump. You know, it's like how can you be for a man that uh, has several allegations of sexual misconduct against him? Talking about grabbing women by the pussy. Talking about making jokes about their menstrual cycle. You know, at what point do you not stand up for your own dignity? If right. if you know that, so you know that that is what it is. Yeah. How do I yeah. deal with them? Those Karens and every the rest of them? I don't know. Honestly, I, I'm right. not gonna, I'm not, they don't hide, so I'm not gonna hide. The problem is if we do anything, we're the ones who are bad and not them, which is crazy. I just don't understand the way they think, their philosophy. It's a double standard. It. it really and truly is a double standard. You know, the rules just seem like they just don't apply to other races that they apply to us. You know, we walk nice. in a room. We walk in a room. If I saw, and not no offense, but if I saw you Aries <laughs> on the street, you know, with your Timberlands and your this, yeah. that, and the other, with I would clutch my pockets. purse. I would clutch my purse because you're well, scared. If, if, well, <laughs> if we're being, well, if we're being honest, uh, <laughs> when you saw me with Timberlands and a hat crossing the street. We had a relationship develop. No, 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 no. <laughs> that was open. You said you left it open. No, no, no. What I'm saying is a you lot of people, you know. know but you know what? I don't. Nowadays, no, no. I, I may have felt that way maybe back in the day. But nowadays, I see a brother. I'm like, what's up? Like, I if I speak to them more. I want to make sure I acknowledge them more. Unless he talks some bullshit about Trump or somebody else that he's for that. Then I'm like, oh, this but honestly, nowadays, it's made me make sure I go out of my way to say good morning and hello to anybody I see. Have a good day. Just because they're like, hey, just because they're brother or sister. Don't even care. It makes right. me more proud. Like you go on a plane, right. something happened, like, you know, the whole thing, you go on a plane, and if something happened, you know, you got somebody got your back. I feel like that with every Black person I see these days. It's like, oh, I'm cool now because I got somebody else. Yeah, but, but everybody's not because I know some people you see, they a little Oreo. And you may think they well, got no, your well, back, well, well, and that, they that, don't. Those are the cones. Yeah, yeah the cones. but you can't always spot them. Some of them, oh, some they, of them oh, fly they, under they, the radar, and you uh, won't know it until they open their mouth. Well, the they good ones, the good blend. ones you can spot. You can. The, they like even you know how to blend that. in. They even know how to blend in. I've seen. They usually got a Karen with them. 
Yeah. Well, well that's a dead giveaway. That's yeah. a dead giveaway. <laughs> but no, I have a guy that I work with. He actually has a radio show. He uh, He's a account. He does all this stuff. And he is like down brother. We have, we like cousins. We call you the cousins from the South. And we talk and he is like straight, like black power, the whole nine. And then when we talk, he actually, ha he's married to a white lady. I had no idea. And we had a whole conversation about that where he felt and he was like, love is love and et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, I can't tell someone who they fall in love with. As long as your core values are intact, whether I choose to marry black or black is my thing, but it doesn't change who I am. So I was like, he gave me a different perspective because I would have never well, thought- Well, there, there, there's, there's, there's usually deeply more to that. There's layers to that, but that's a different conversation. Yeah, maybe not. Well, no, we can, we didn't have Angie back. So we'll have to table the discussion because there was more that I needed some male perspective Yeah, we, we, yeah, we really wanted to get at Andy with his facts, you yeah. know, because- <laughs> I heard we, Andy on your you podcast. Know, but, so I was like, yes. oh. You said what? Wait, wait, yeah, wait, we, you said what? I heard Andy on your podcast when you were reading the letter from, from what was her name? I forget her name, but you were reading her Farrah. letter. Farrah. Farrah. And some right. of the things Andy will reply, and I didn't hear all of your reply, but his was, it's not facts. But that's not facts. So we were going to get on him about his facts. facts. About his opinion. So, right, yeah. right, yeah. right. So we, so we definitely going to have to have you guys back so that we could hear both Spears and Steinberg. You know, well, just, we, let, let me just put a disclaimer, okay, just yes. for the record. Everything you hear on our podcast is not... You know, some of that shit is entertainment. So of don't course. take everything factual. No, 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 no. Because no. I tend to say some shit from time to time. You know, I'm a comedian. I know how to, I know how to push the right buttons and get the reactions I'm yeah. supposed to get. But everything ain't meant to be taken literal. Okay. No, no, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. I hear you. I, I follow you on Instagram. Of course I know that. Right. I, I mean, yeah, I know you enough to know that. Um, right. Some of that's a bit much, you know. Yeah, what I'm saying? but a that's okay. <laughs> but you know what? Sometimes you need a little bit much because it's like Michael Rappaport. It stirs it around a little bit. Well, yeah. listen. At some point, and you know, we've only had one female guest on our podcast, a lady by the name of Kyla Lacey, who I put on because she did this poem about white privilege that was absolutely amazing. Uh, matter of fact, those episodes specifically is episode 90 and 91. And um, that's when I, I, cause I initially saw her poem on Instagram and was like, I gotta have her on. And then based on the popularity of episode 90 and 91, that eventually went to me having her on three more times. So wow. I'm saying that to say this, we don't have a lot of female guests. She was been the only one, but at some point it would be nice. Cause sometimes we need a female yeah. perspective. Cause- exactly. We go hard in the paint and I go hard in the paint when it comes to relationship, man, woman talk, but it's, it's my perspective. Yeah, and right. even though Andy's the yin to my yang and he gives it to me from a white man's perspective, we still would, it still would be nice to have women fill in the void. It would be great to get some female perspective. So it's not just one way. Uh, and I think I saw, I don't know if you wrote it down, but 90 and 91, you should yeah, listen yeah. to those. And one of my favorite episodes, which people constantly hit me up about, is episode 27. Okay. Okay. No, I love it. And thank, thanks for your time. And um, we won't talk shit about Andy till we see him. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, we'll get well, on I, him later. No, I know later. he take care of business, but you know. Well, I don't, I don't know how many listeners, I, I don't know what number this episode is, but 
by the time you go from your first episode to this one, I would imagine you'd still be in the single digits. So I don't know how many people will hear this, but for those that do, Spears and Steinberg available on all streaming platforms. Hit me up in my Instagram, DM me. I'll personally send you the link. Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google Play, Amazon, all that. I'll add it in my notes too. Yes, yes. And, um, and you know what, and before we leave, we want to give our prayers and thoughts to Al Roker, our favorite Um, weatherman. Yes, he has announced he has prostate cancer. hmm. So we want to keep him in our thoughts and our prayers. He was gonna say the nigga died. No, <laughs> we're oh, praying for him. We are healthy. praying for him that he's healthy and that he comes through. You know, that's one of our favorite weathermen. So we want to make sure that we send our love and support to his family. Well, I'm, I'm quite sure that if the results are good, we'll know the forecast. Yes, I can't. May it be a sunny day. A sunny day. A sunny day. Thank, Thank you so, you so much. Thank you, being yeah. with us. you know, it. I know, I know you was just, you know, on edge about coming in, you know, it wasn't too Not bad. at all. Not yeah. at all. Aries the Why would I be on edge? Why would yeah. I be on edge? He's been yeah, around you with have... us together enough. Yes. Huh? So thank you for so around much. us enough together to know. <laughs> let me, let me, let, before I go, let me say something that I know will end up on the cutting room floor. <laughs> then don't you say it. No, no, let me I don't even it. say I, it. I, Let's I, just say it. Yeah. I, I'm the I editor. Love you, Shalane. I love you, Shalane. I love Doobie too. I love Doobie too. I love you, Doobie. But we know the deal. Yes. He's already put on Instagram. We've already had a conversation. We love you, Aries. We love you. You know what? You should you should put this as your special episode. Y'all should put this out and make sure you say I was on Two Girls from LA's podcast. We hard girls from LA. (laughs) Throw it up. Throw it up with your New York hat on. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Aries, for being our guest. And we will. Hey, thank you so much. May we all do another one again. Bye. Thank you. We just two girls from LA. Hey, we just two girls from LA. Hey, we just two girls from LA. I'm Ingrid. And I'm Shalane. And we're here to stay. We just two girls from LA. Hey, we just two girls from LA. Hey, we just two girls from LA.